All right, well, we want to welcome you to the Going Places podcast once again. Uh, your host, Camden Chlorokeel. Uh This week, we're excited to be back. Uh, thankful for uh, what we had last week. We had a great conversation. Uh, last week, that episode's doing really well, so uh, we're glad to be going into 2024 just uh, really strong. I'm uh, excited today for uh, this evening's episode. Uh, we've got some people I'm really excited to be talking about. Uh, there are people who are around my age who are starting the podcast, and uh, I'm really excited about that. I've listened to it. I'm a fan, and I'm glad to be talking with him today. Uh, Charlie and Holly from the Speak Jesus podcast. Thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for inviting us, and just through talking to Camden and listening to his podcast, highly recommend, and we're definitely fans too. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, just for the listeners' sake, if you'd like to go ahead and give you a little introduction, and maybe for myself, if it's something that I don't know, if y'all would like to uh, talk about it and who y'all are and about the Speak Jesus podcast, things like that. Absolutely. I think that's one of the cool things about podcasting is you can kind of uh, communicate an idea better because it's not so, uh, I guess, um, it's very pure when you're podcasting because it's just a conversation. There's not a bunch of interruptions. There's not a bunch of side things that can distract people from that. And I think that's why it's kind of become a lot bigger than it has in the last few years. I know just from when I started to now, I can see how much bigger it's gotten. I mean, it seems like everybody and everything has a podcast, which I think is awesome because I think it's kind of replacing, I guess, uh, the old ways of media. So I think that's great, and especially for Christians. It's a very effective way of communicating the gospel, which is something I'm trying to do. Obviously, something you're all trying to do as well. Absolutely. So let's get into it. So how, what made y'all want to start a podcast? Obviously, if, obviously, if you didn't get this from the introduction, they'll together and, uh, they started a podcast. So how did that, uh, get going? Yeah. So, um, we kind of talked about it. Charlie actually, he was doing a uh, project with his, uh, roommate from Bob Jones and they were just doing a podcast and it was just a, a simple school project and Charlie was just like, what if we started a Christian podcast? And I was like, well, I kind of like that idea. Like, I've thought of that before. And we just really prayed about it. And it took us a 
good little while to get it started, but um, just so far, it's been so amazing, and just kind of like what y'all were talking about a second ago, our, um, or my youth leaders, they are talking about how it's just so amazing how that we're able to reach people that might not be willing to go to church or youth, and I just think it's amazing that we can reach people as far as different countries. Like, I never expected that to even happen, but yeah. God's making it um, through, like, and it's just so amazing to see. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad that happened, too, because I think that one thing that's cool about it is, you know, in the digital world that we live in today, you can just kind of send somebody an episode through a link and send it to them, and that doesn't matter where they're at. So it kind of brings it to them instead of feeling like they got to get cleaned up and go to where that is. I just left from church a few minutes ago, and, you know, that place is full of people that you would consider church people. But for people who aren't, one of the best ways is to, on their cell phone, which is how everyone communicates now, to listen to that. And I don't know, just from listening... You know, I was listening to a podcast earlier today, just getting my notes ready and different things like that. And every it was super just real, but it was also like basic in the sense that it was just like a conversation. And that's how people respond. People respond to when you talk to people just like you win anything else. It's not it didn't have to be all fancy. Absolutely. I don't think I'll ever forget this because it was this was probably this was probably close to two years ago actually. But um I was getting steady with it and getting into podcasting, covering a lot of Christian content and I actually had uh one of my favorite pastors uh on the podcast and we had a really good conversation and I put it out there and you know, as you guys would probably know, you guys get a lot of things uh from people messaging you, encouraging you and saying know different things that you get from uh, the listeners and then you know the Q&A on Spotify I get a lot of things in there but I got a message from somebody around my age lived in California and had heard the podcast didn't go to church Lord had kind of been talking with her which is some conversations she had had with her friends and uh, she said this was a major part of uh, her relationship with God and, and growing that and that through that through that conversation that she was get to listen that she got to listen to, she was able to uh, learn more about the Lord, and that kind of yeah that changed my whole perspective on it. Because you know when I first started, I think I told y'all I started this in twenty twenty one, and it was just my friend and I, just kind of messing around talking. If you listen, to, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even touch all first episodes. They're so embarrassing to listen to, just because you could tell how you know much we didn't know. But I think that the more that you grow. I think also the more that the Lord was working on me personally, because I'll say spiritually, I'm not anywhere close to who I was at the time. You can tell that the reason that you do it changes. It's not just because I'm trying to, you know, get something going or that I'm trying to do anything for me. But ultimately, if everything I do is for God and to grow his kingdom, then that's going to be a major part of it. So that, definitely, that changed your whole perspective. I think that's just so amazing. I know that Charlie and I have talked about how um, it's just like, conversations that we have and 
even conversations with our good friend Latham, like, they're just so, just so amazing, and it's just that, like, we're recording, and it's like, nothing is for us, and the glory for us, it's just all for the glory of God, yeah. and I just think it's just so, the fulfillment that comes along with conversations that are about God is, like, so much more powerful than any meaningless conversations that you have whenever you're gossiping about your friends, or, like, whenever we're living in sin, it's just like, that just goes to show how amazing and fulfilling God is whenever, um, like, two people gather and talk about His name. Absolutely. I think it's so big because, like, you know, and I was listening to uh, the episodes when you guys were able to share uh, y'all's testimony, and just seeing that point of kind of being on, you know, the fence line, because we all have highs and lows in our faith. But once you got to that point where you're like, okay, I have to make this real. I have to go to the next level. Once that happens and there's no turning back, I think that's when you kind of have to give God everything. And when you give God everything, that's everything in your personal life, everything in your mind, but it's also everything that you're doing. So anything that that happens, you've truly sold out to Jesus. That's going to be a part of it. So true. So a question I had for both of y'all, and y'all can answer individually. Uh, what is something that God has shown you recently or a way in which you have grown lately? Yeah, um, that's a good question. Uh, I think, so I play basketball, and I'm in the middle of basketball season, and um, if you know me, I've like faced a few trials. I've broken an arm, and there's some other things that's going on, and I just like have realized in all situations I should um, show God and I should act like Jesus even whenever I'm upset or even whenever something bad happens and I get upset about something that I must put God before everything because at the end of the day basketball is just a silly little game and my God is everything so he's just been showing me that um, just to rely on him and put him first. And I just think it's just a, such a beautiful picture he's been painting for me recently. Yeah, for me personally, I talked about it a little bit in, a, in the podcast that I did. It was without Holly. But really, like, it's just about a sense of confidence and not in yourself, but with what God's going to do within you. It's like there's so much emotion and, like, feeling that, you know, like, changes every single day like and it's to the point where like you can't depend on yourself every single day because you know we don't know ourselves as like 
we don't know ourselves like God does. Like we should trust God because He knows, like He knows what we're going to do. He knows exactly who we are. And like within that sense, something me and Ollie were just talking about the Bible verse Philippians four four thirteen. I mean, everybody knows that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. And a lot of people think about like, okay, I can deadlift whatever pounds because you know God's with me. But it's like we have to think about it in the sense that like. Just like Holly was saying, whether we're going through a trial, whether we're going through some sometime amazing in our life, and that Bible verse, like with context, it shows us that we can be content with nothing, we can be content with everything. And so it's important that we have this confidence in God because we're not always going to be content, we're not always going to feel, you know, fulfilled and perfect, but we have a God who can do anything with us and we have to show confidence that he can do that every single day. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that you know, because we understand that human nature is flawed, we know that apart from God, you know, how lost we are. The only thing that can change that is God. The only thing that can change that is the Holy Spirit walking in our hearts. So anytime that I, you know, do anything that isn't of God, anytime I do anything that goes against what God says, that's on me. But the only thing that can make that battle is the more I love God, the more I know God, the more that he's going to show me and the more that he's going to make me want to be like him just because I have given my life to him. So I want to do what's right. And I think that's maybe, if I had to pick one thing, I would say right now, just continuing to try to practice good spiritual disciplines, just trying to stay in the world as much as I can, trying to, you know, have a consistent prayer life and, you know, things like that. I think that's something that's just so big as part of, especially for people our age who are kind of still figuring out what their life is going to look like in a lot of ways. So just trying to figure out what that's going to mean. Yeah, and I want to say, just talking on the phone with you and stuff, like, I can tell, like, there's just some people that you can tell, like, the Spirit of God dwells in. And I really can tell, like, just through, like, I guess just that peaceful joy that, like, you can just sense in people. Like, you're definitely expressing that. Oh, man, that actually means a lot. Because I hear that because I'm somebody, like, even when I was a little kid, I was something. I was somebody who was just happy. And I, I was joyful. And I couldn't explain it. And, you know, just in the last couple of years of different things I've gone through, you know, it's easy to be happy and joyful when you're a little kid, but when you have to kind of lean on God a little bit, a lot of it, and you you have nothing else, and you just trust Him with it, obviously you're going to be joyful then. So that's something I, I, I try to use that to encourage other people. I, I would hope that, you know, other people would see that, and I'm glad that you do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And, uh, you know, I, I use that every day because I need it. And I know that there's a lot of people who struggle with depression and, you know, or in tough situations right now, but that doesn't that that doesn't mean that uh, it's going to keep you from having that joy of the Lord. And even if you know whatever you're going through, if you have that, you can lean on that. That will get you through absolutely anything. Exactly. Yeah. I, one more thing. I was I talked to somebody tonight who lost uh, his wife of like thirty years on New Year's Eve uh, this last month, and he said, "I don't know how anyone could get through it without God." And without the joy that he gives us. So when you said that, it reminded me of that. I didn't mean to get dark all of a sudden. But it's it's true that, you know, that's just a real-life situation of how real that is. Yeah, it really is. Because it's like, people see, like, the Christian life. It's just like, be obedient, you know. Like, don't mess up or else, you know, you're going to whatever. But, yeah, it's like, after you follow Jesus, it's like, you don't understand. I don't personally don't understand, like how you can do anything else, you know, just, just like you're saying, like, 
so much trial, so much adversity, so much uncertainty, and it's like we have a God who has the answer to all, answers to every single thing. Like it's incredible, and it's like I don't understand how people can choose to not follow Jesus whenever He's all we need. You know? Absolutely. Oh, I don't know if you had anything though. I was just gonna say, um, kind of going forward, what would you guys say? Uh, Obviously, being in a relationship before the podcast and then after, how would you say your relationship has grown with each other since doing the podcast together and working on that together? Yeah, so um, I know that it can be hard sometimes because Charlie, he he can just like do it off the top of his head and I'm more of a visual person and I want to write it down. Yeah. And Charlie has just uh, pushed me to like, like Holly, just be confident and... Um, your words or God's words like it's going to be okay and I think it's really just it's helped me personally with my walk with Christ just be more confident in the Lord because I've um I've been a Christian for most of my life and I've been reading my Bible and I know I know God's word but this podcast has just really helped um me be able to express it because I'm used to just writing little notes in my Bible but um just Pushing each other has really helped us, and it's just amazing because grow. Just the Lord's my number one, and just growing together is just it's just so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to say with that, it's just like yeah, clearly like me and Holly like making the commitment to like follow Jesus like individually and as a relationship, but like with this podcast, I want to say like it's crazy how like every single time, just in time, like. God provides the perfect topic, like, the perfect person to, you know, to collaborate with, to work with, like, how much of a blessing it is that, like, me, Holly, and, like, you are just able to, like, happen to find each other, like, that's nothing but God, you know, and, like, with me and Holly, it's just crazy, like, to see, like, God working individually, and then it's, like, with this instance, it's, like, we're able to push each other, and we're able to see those results, like, I could see Holly growing more confident. And I know, like, as for me, I know, like, just being able to commute with and understand other people that, like, might have questions or things like that. Like, when I have questions that Holly needs to understand or whatever, you know, sometimes I might just go on a tangent. Holly's like, slow down. Like, we need to, like, get on a more just, like, understandable level. And so just her being able to help me and my skills and just communicating the gospel to other people and vice versa and, she was saying just helping her grow more confident it's crazy just to see how even like just for the podcast how god can work within our relationship absolutely i want to add something else and just uh kind of like charlie was saying how god's he just god just put everything together perfectly in his like timing because since charlie and i are long distance and we are just starting off with this podcast like I DM'd you the other day, um, we didn't know how, <laughs> we didn't know how to um, like do it online, and I just think it's amazing that God has put you in our lives just to even just to simply show us how to record um, a podcast long distance. So it's just so amazing to see how God just puts everything together in His timing. It just is beautiful. Oh well, that's very kind. I think I I, I agree. I feel the same way. I think that you know. Anytime you're working on something, especially something that's more productive where you're working on it and producing content, 
you know, I think that's going to show you a lot about yourself and whoever you're working with. And obviously, if you guys are, you know, committed to Christ and also committed to each other, that's only going to grow everything. The more you walk on that, that's only going to grow everything. Yeah, just seeing, like, I guess just God's will, like, fold out within our lives and, like, just fold out with the podcast. Like, it's cool because, you know, like, it's easy to worry about, like, God's will and stuff. Like, say years down the line exactly where I'm going to be. It's like, I can guarantee you that, like, six months ago, neither me nor Holly had, like, any idea whatsoever that, like, we would be doing a podcast together. And it's like, just like how God's taken us on, like, this crazy ride. It's like, now we're doing a podcast. Like, it's like, now we're getting to do that together. And ultimately, that pushes us, like, just to grow in our communication skills. And it's just crazy to show that, like, you know, like, we don't need to know every single step of the plan, but we do know that God's in control of the plan, so it doesn't really matter if we do know or not. Absolutely, and just, you know, obviously, like you said, just be, by being obedient and trusting God, the more that he reveals to that. And I think it's so cool, because, like, you know, I listened, I, I was telling Joel earlier, I listened to so many podcasts throughout the week. I've got, like, a few that I, like, am committed to listening to every week, but I love it. I've listened to that for years. But, because, uh, and I, I meant to talk to you about this, but... I guess you're rooming at Anderson with Abby Kate, who's from Blackstock and is a friend of mine. That's how I heard about y'all's podcast. But, uh, and just by the way that God works with that and, you know, different things that, you know, by seeing that and by her sharing that, you know, the things that get to happen with that, I just think it's just, you know, unexpected things that God does. It's so amazing. Like, um, so yeah, like girls stay at, yeah, that's where my, my best friend, we all were on the same dorm and she actually met Abby Kate and I became friends with her and she was telling me how, uh, she wanted to go to Anderson and she was just a light, um, just a light for Christ at, at um, girls stay. And I just knew that this was a part of God's plan, just telling me to keep going. Like I'm going to meet people that are very similar to me in the future. And I just think that's so like going back to just how God's perfect pieces, it's just, it's just so amazing to see like how she knows you and we are connected. Like God is so amazing and how he works. Yeah, absolutely. So, and this is for both of you guys. And this was something I really thought about. This is something I really wanted to ask y'all. Obviously you guys are well above your years in maturity with uh, just different things, it seems like. So as a relationship, coming out of high school, going into college, getting adjusted to college, things like that. But just as young people who are still, you know, figuring themselves out, uh, figuring life out, uh, how would you say that uh, evolves your relationship? And then what would be, like, your advice to people who are around your age, in your age group? Like, obviously Christians kind of walking on that path, but I feel like, in terms of relationships, because I feel like so many times that's sometimes the worst time to have a relationship just because there's so much change going on. And, you know, I feel like so many times you got really godly people, but it kind of fades out just because of life. So how would you guys, how have you guys stayed consistent and strong? Yeah, this is honestly like just how like the timing guys used with our relationships. So me and Holly kind of like started like, talking in things, I guess, around, like, a revival one night at church, and just like you're saying, like, especially people our age are just so, like, inconsistent, and we're naturally going to, like, figure figure out things about ourselves and grow in, like, our own directions, and it's, like, over the course, it's, like, 
from two years ago to now, like just the way that we've both grown to love and to know Jesus more. And it's like me and Holly were talking about this just a couple days ago. It's not like a Holly has to depend on me. I depend on Holly. Like if I'm not right in my walk with Christ, like Holly should 100% be like, get your act together. Cause you know, like that's more than just a relationship thing. That's like a body of Christ thing. And I feel like it is really hard for kids our age because so many people really like aren't grounded in their faith. There's so much, I want to be this person to fit in with these people and this person to fit in with these people. It's important that, especially with the relationships, like around, I guess, like the high school to college age that you're not focusing on like finding the, like you're not focusing on some relationship or just some fulfillment other than the Lord. It's like, whenever we focus on Jesus, Jesus just always has his way of fulfilling what we want to. It's like whenever our desire is God's desire, like he's going to give us what we will for in our hearts. And I would say that's exactly how it's been with me and Holly is way more than each other. Holly's desire to grow in her faith in God. Like clearly we love each other, but you know, like in the end we're here for one purpose and that's to make disciples of all people. And there's zero purpose in dating someone or being in relationships with people if the one commitment and the one purpose isn't to growing each other in your faith in Christ. Yeah, I could have said it better. Um, my, like, one encouragement to friends who, like, are just trying to find their place in this world, even teenagers, just our age, um, is just to put your faith in God. Like, say that you haven't had this testimony and you haven't, like, hit rock bottom don't you don't have to hit rock bottom to be able to praise god like like turn around and repent and just give your life to christ like you should be we should be putting our faith in christ like yeah i don't know how like this party lifestyle works because i'm young but i don't i I think it's just people try to they like want to see how that lifestyle is and i can like 100 percent tell you that that lifestyle isn't fulfilling and it's not even fun like the life I have with God and our my relationship with Christ is so much more fulfilling and as just trust it's just a level of trust and prayer because God will bring you he will bring you Christian friends that are like minded and he's faithful so we must put our trust in him fully. Yeah, another thing it's like it's also extremely difficult because like it's not like this is what's normally like taught to people. It's like you know, try out everything, and then you can see, like, okay, like, if God's your last resort, then, like, all right, and, like, when you're, like, 50 years old, and, like, you're not active or anything anymore, then it's, you can live the boring life, like, you could follow Jesus, and that's not, like, exactly the opposite of just how God tells us to live, and, like, with relationships, with just your personal commitment to Christ, it's, like, just like Holly was saying, it's that level of faith, knowing that God's, like, taking us into the exact life that like he needs us or he doesn't need us to to be a part of kingdom, but he wants us just as we are right where we are. He wants young people because, you know, bold young people in their faith, they're going to encourage other young, bold people in their faith. And it just continues to grow. And it's like, it's important that you're willing to live that life and sacrifice for God so that you can do what you've been called to do and to lead other people to do the same. Absolutely. That's so big. And like just a few notes that I got from when Holly was talking no, I think I think it was you that had started with it. But when you were talking about, like, if you're, you know, getting away from where you need to be, 
and Holly's going to wean you in and say, like, hey, you need to get your act together. That is just spiritual accountability, and that's what's so important, I think. I think what's oftentimes the case, unfortunately, is when you have someone who's trying to follow God and then someone who isn't, what ends up happening is the one that isn't ends up pulling the other down, and then you have kind of the opposite of, of a godly relationship, and I think that's a problem a lot of times. But, yeah, and then, and then too, you know, Holly, you have so many different voices coming at you right now telling you what you need to do telling you what your life needs to look like what you need to be involved with and that comes from people you know like your family and friends but also if you scroll instagram reels or or tiktok for you know an hour a day you're gonna have so many different things of the world coming at you you know trying to pull you each way but they're so outside of what we know to be true because we have that kind of objective truth of what the gospel is and to submit your life to god is the utmost fulfillment that you could have. It's not going to come from the party life. It's not going to come from even other people. It's going to come from Jesus. And that's kind of the umbrella. And everything else that's under that is going to come down from that because it's all going to be together. But, yeah, that's that's super important. And I think that, you know, just being mindful of that. And, you know, for you guys, the way you're living your life is so outside of the culture of what is being perpetuated to you so that it's so outside of it. It's like people who may think that they'll be in normal by not doing it. It's like they don't even understand it. But, you know, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, you're good. I, do, I totally agree with you about, like, the social media thing and how life just pulls you one way um, or six different ways. Mm-hmm. But, like, my advice to the listeners is social media is saying something, your family saying something, your friends are saying something, your boyfriend, your girlfriend saying something. But it's like... God has given us has given us the Bible, the one true word, and we can look for ourselves to see what God says about it. Like we don't need to put our identity and some in advice that your phone gives you or some random influencer or even your friends. Like God has provided us the Bible. All we have to do is open it. And I just think that we should we shouldn't just believe everything the world feeds us, that we should see for ourselves, read for yourself. That's my take on that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's hard, too. Like, you know, like, serpents are, like, a smart animal, you know, like, sneaky animal. And it's, like, there's just so much that it's, like, that little thing. It's, like, I know one of the, like, or just they say that one of the enemies like main strategy or main things just to knock us off on our walk with God. It's just like one little thing that it's like we can have, you know, we can have one like guilty sin that, you know, like we struggle with. Like it's okay. Like you just need to be struggling on one part or another. And it's like, just like you were saying, like it's important that we see for ourselves what's really right and just to see what God has to say. And like whenever we do that, God's going to reveal every single answer that we need some way or another, whether it's like, the word or just a godly person in your life, like God always reveals exactly what you need to do. Absolutely. And you know, the enemy is always going to try to keep us in bondage because if he can get you on just one thing that's going to tie you down and make you feel guilty, that's going to keep you from feeling like you can expand your relationship with God. And that's all he wants to, so that he can make you feel guilty. But at the same time, the moment that you step outside of that and you accept the freedom that you have in Jesus Christ, you get all of the shame that comes with that taken away because you can just dive in on that so yeah i totally agree with you said you know i think that stepping out of that and realizing that such a big part of faith yeah 100 percent. yeah 
So you guys talked about your majors. Uh, you know, going you're in Bob Jones right now. You're going to, into Anderson, both Christian schools, um, studying ministry, studying other things. Uh, how's that going as far as preparation for that um, and education? And where do you see yourself in the future? Yeah, so um, I'm still a senior in high school, but um, I'm just taking college classes, and I've been doing a few job shadows um, here and there. My <laughs> all my life, I've always just my goal is just to get rich and get a job that allows me to um, make a lot of money. But recently, I've just been uh, hearing a lot of sermons about the preacher saying like our life's worth a lot more than just filling up a bank account and um that our life on our life here on earth is to show others the love of christ so i truly think that i'll be called i know that my minor is in youth ministry but i truly think that the lord has something in store for me more than just to make money for a living and it's it's really hard just adjusting my mindset because that's like been my whole life plan and now it's like whoa like you don't want me to make a lot of money and it's like but I'm so down like I'm so ready to see what the Lord has in store for me because that's just my true joy is just telling and having conversations with others about Jesus so I'm just excited to see what the Lord's plan is yeah as for me I know I've always loved, two things that I've loved is the game of baseball and just like, just being able to connect with younger people and just like we're doing, like encouraging young people to love Jesus and kind of, I guess, just like make Jesus cool, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know, make it the cool thing, like to go to youth group and stuff like that. But just like kind of the direction of my heart and where I'm feeling a little bit led is within like youth sports ministry. So maybe like fellowship of Christian athletes, just like open to work with them, something like that, wherever I can just communicate with people whenever they're, they're at a point in their life, whenever it's hard to find out who you really are. Like, you know, your, your emotions are extremely high whenever you're just growing up. And at that point, and there's just so much and you want to fit in. And so I just kind of want to be able to meet people where they're at, at that stage of their life, or whether it's through sports, whether it's just through ministry, or I'm not exactly sure, but just praying that. God would continue just to use me in a perfect way that I know he will and whatever sense it is. I'm not exactly sure yet, but yeah, just like Holly's saying, just the feeling and the calling that just God's going to use us for something greater than, you know, working the nine to five, not that anything's wrong with that. And that there's incredible ministry opportunity in that, but I'm feeling maybe just something within just like that Avenue I was talking about earlier, just like sports ministry with younger kids. Yeah, that, I mean, that's an incredible organization, and that's a, a great opportunity that you have there. So, I mean, that is a field that, you know, it's never going to be full enough because, you know, there's always going to be a need for that. So I think that's awesome in both of you guys. I mean, you know, y'all ought to be proud of, yourself, uh, proud of yourselves and proud of each other because just having that obedience and doing what you're doing and all that, it's phenomenal. I would say, you know, like, because I mean, you're younger than you are, Holly, so like I've got a little bit of time to, like, figure out, you know, the path I want to take and different things like that, but... You know, I feel like so so many times I see people my age, and even people older than me. Like I know, like uh, in my friend group, you know, I'm probably one of the younger ones. And two of my or three of my good friends uh, graduated last year, and they're getting into college, and some of them will get into the workforce and things like that, and they're figuring it out. But I think that one for people like in my spot right now, there's so many different 
uh, pleasures and different voices. You know, you need to do this. You need to go to this school. You need to get into this. But ultimately, if it doesn't come, you know, from the Bible, because I'm just going to trust God and whatever I need to do for that and trust that he's going to, you know, the Bible says, trust the Lord with all your ways and, and all your, with all your heart and he will direct your paths. And I believe that. That's been my life for So, you know, I, I love, you know, so many different things uh, over the summer. I think I truly understood and accepted in my mind that, you know, the Lord was calling me into ministry just because, you know, I had had that and I feel like he had been uh, knocking for a while and I, I felt like I wasn't in a place to where I was ready to receive it, but he, he hit me pretty hard and it's so crazy the way that God works because as soon as that happened, I, I've, I've kind of just started uh, a lot of just, God has just opened up so many unbelievably unexpected windows for me to you know, to speak at different things, to teach different things. And, you know, me and my friends, we started the Bible study just for anyone who wants to come. Just uh, we do it on uh, Thursdays at my church. And we just, it's not a part of the church, but if anyone wants to come in, we just come in and study the Bible. And that has meant so much. But that and, and, and just, you know, different people and different connections that you get through ministry that, you know, pastors that meant so much to me uh, that have been able to pour into me and, and give me different opportunities and things like that. So I would say obedience is the key to that as well. But, you know, I mean, I, I was telling him all I'm probably the biggest nerd ever because I have so many different wild interests that no one would, you know, think about. But I love so many different things. I love, you know, business and, and uh, investments and finances, things like that. I'd love to do something in that uh, area as well. And I love government. You know, as I cover that a lot on the podcast. I've got to talk to different people in government. So, but ultimately, I think obedience is the key. Yeah, absolutely. And just, like, the stuff you were saying, like, you being able to, like, start Bible studies in your church and, like, being 16 years old and stuff like that, it's, like, it's the point that, like, just like you're saying, like, you be obedient, you walk the walk, you run the race that God's given to you. And just like you're saying, like, whenever you put your faith in Jesus, like, you can read so many different parables. You can read every single time, like, the people that put their faith in God prosper. He takes them exactly where he wants them. And, like, you can feel like you're not going to end up where you want. Like, you can think that you've messed it up or whatever, but you can see for yourself in the Word of God that when you put your faith in God and you're obedient and you walk in the ways that He's put before you, He's going to take you exactly where you need to be. And just like Camden was saying, like, just being able to, you know, do ministry, like, start right where you are, like, do Bible studies with your friends, like, encourage the people around you. Like, you don't need to have this, I guess, status within society to where you can impact people, like, do it exactly where you are. And that's just encouraging. Oops. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And oh, no, sorry. no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I knew that, like, all my life, like growing up, I've just thought that like ministry only happened like overseas and re- in different countries and stuff. But yeah, like Charlie was saying, the ministry starts right here. And I knew that even our little community needs Jesus just as much as a different country does. And I just think that it's beautiful how you, Kim, are just starting on. Um, Bible studies, like, I think that's just so amazing because it is, it is so needed and it's like, you're not doing it for anything for you, but all of Jesus. So good job. And just keep that up. Cause I think that's amazing. Well, I appreciate that a lot. I think that, you know, I was going to say, I lost my train of thought. Oh, oh I was going to say that, you know, hopefully the more that that happens and, you know, ultimately I just want the grace of God to be evident to that. Because, you know, I'm somebody who, you know, does not have it all together and does not, you know, makes mistakes. I mean, does definitely make mistakes. 
So just it's, I think it's amazing that, you know, God can use that. God can use literally anybody and anything that he wants to. And just like you, when I was a kid, I thought that if you meant ministry, it meant you were going to be a preacher for a living. And that was the only way that you could do that. But I heard somebody say one time, it starts immediately. It starts wherever you're at because ministry means service. So if you can serve people where you're at, you're in a good spot. And just the idea that wherever you're at, you know, Acts 1-8, if you can take out the gospel to other people to the ends of the earth if you need to, then that's so huge. So one of my final questions I have for y'all is, what would you say is the message spiritually that you want people to understand? Obviously the gospel, but what's something specific that if you could just be like, this is it, what would it be? I guess I would want to just direct people in the path that like, it's not like whenever you give your life to Jesus, you're completely handing away all joy, all just happiness that comes with, you know, just doing whatever exactly what society promotes. It's a life for Jesus, absolute faith in Jesus, living 100% the life that God has for you. They're like, I just, I, I literally can't explain it. Just like all the peace and the satisfaction, the fulfillment, the joy that like we're looking for, it comes in obedience and faith in Jesus. It's not... It's not a live for Jesus and hate my life forever thing. It's not like a live for Jesus and then just wait till I go to heaven and just be miserable until then. Like every single answer that you're looking for in your life, whether it's anxiety, depression, like grieving over just something that's happened to you, like there is hope, there is joy, and everything that you're looking for is in faith in the Lord. And I promise that whenever you just ask God to reveal those things to you, whenever you ask God that you don't understand, but in faith, you're going to let him work in your life. Like he's going to give you every single answer you're looking for. And that's something that I can't really explain, but it's just like believers know it's like the life that the perfect life is in the hands of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's amazing. And I think mine would be, it's not too early to start and it's not too late to start because just kind of like we were talking about earlier, I've just felt like, you know, I'll party, like, in my 20s, and then I'll get my life together. Like, I've had those thoughts before. And it's like, no, 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 that's not how that works. And because the life as a young Christian, I think it's just so amazing because um, it's just like living for Jesus is, it it has hardships, but a lot of the hardships or all the hardships, you are walking with Jesus. And as we know, being teenagers aren't, being a teenager is not easy and when you have Christ just holding your hand the whole way through it's just it's amazing and then I don't think it's too old to start because even if you're an adult hearing this and you don't have a relationship with Christ it's not too late to start because oh life with Jesus is just so amazing and you don't want to have to listen to him say depart from me because I want to be walking the streets of the gold with God, praising his name forever, because I know that here on earth, that's like my favorite part of the day whenever I'm just listening to Christian songs or in my Bible and just talking to Jesus is so amazing. I don't want anyone to miss out on that. Absolutely. That's so good. That's so good. Uh, You know, I think that that idea that so many people have that, you know, they've got to, you know, live certain sections of their life certain ways. 
you know, I'll, I'll live like this for a while and then I'll live like this. And then, well, once I get to this point, I'll decide to live like this. That's not how God works because when you totally submit and surrender your life to God, that's it. And that becomes everything. But that's the most rewarding thing because then you're never without God. He's always there and he, he, and he can get you through anything just like we've talked about. One question I always ask the guest, I've, I've always done this, and it's, I've asked a lot of different people from a lot of different walks of life this, but it's always so rewarding. Uh, what would be a message or a piece of advice uh, for me, whether it be with me personally, with the podcast, with anything else, what would that be? Yeah, my advice to you is just keep going. Like, what you're doing is obviously so amazing, and I just, I think what you're doing is so great, like how you're just starting um, Bible studies within your church, and just don't stop. You're just, you're being obedient to the Lord, and no matter how life get hard, how hard life gets, just keep going. And because we all know that the race for God is not an easy one, but it's well, well worth it. I, I would definitely just say like every like part of your life is a piece of God's perfect puzzle, and just in the sense that like like clearly like our walk with the Lord like regardless of how incredibly disciplined you are, you are, how you you are. like there's going to be struggles there's going to be stumbling blocks but we serve a God bigger than those stumbling blocks and like just like it says in James chapter 1 like all of this stuff that we're going through there's a perfect purpose behind it and we and the fact that we can go through tough stuff you know like tough stuff's real like whenever we can go through that with a smile on our face knowing that our god's bigger like i feel like that really changes our lives so i would just encourage you particularly continue to walk the path that god's given you and whenever he does throw some stumbling blocks in there just to make you stronger be able to go through it with a smile on your face knowing that god's going to guide you through it man you're gonna get me emotional that that is amazing thank you guys so much for that i really appreciate that that's just such a blessing to for you guys to say that um that's one of my favorite thoughts I've asked that, I guess, 95 times now, and that is one of the most meaningful uh, times I've ever heard that. So, uh, y'all got anything else you'd like to say? Anything else? Any other thing? I just want to say thank you for being 16 years old, incredibly mature in your faith. The world needs more Camdens. <laughs> oh my gosh, so thank I just you. encourage people to continue to listen to your podcast and just following Jesus and just following your example and just speaking his life and his word to all, all the people around you. Well, thank you. And yes, once again, uh, oh, I'm sorry, were you going to say something? No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I apologize for cutting you off a little. That was bad. But, um, yeah, so if they want to listen to your podcast, Speak Jesus, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, right? Yeah. All right. Well, everywhere else, yeah, plug, plug, plug. Uh, go check them out wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, I love it. I'm a big fan of theirs, and thank you guys so much once again. This has just been awesome. Uh, yeah, love. thank you so much for letting us do this. Yeah, I'm glad to. My pleasure, anytime. And uh, if there's anything I can ever do for y'all, uh, let me know, and I'd be glad to help you out. But um, I'm going to cut the episode off, but if we, we can talk for just a second after if you'd like to. But uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening uh, once again uh, as we uh, end this episode, and we'll see you again next week. We're going to have a great one planned, and uh, God bless y'all.